facts, fibs, and fairy tales. Like I've sucked a dick before. Homie, you're not getting head anymore. Uh, basically, I'm calling upon my ancestors to clean out my guts. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done anything in public in broad daylight. <laughs> it was easier to suck a guy's dick than to get a girl's girdle off. At the time, I did not have the vocabulary to articulate properly what I was seeing. <laughs> there is shit everywhere. <laughs> Can you shut the fuck up for a minute? I just need a minute and a half. Okay. Now we're going to outtakes. I didn't know we were recording. I'm drunk. I'm not going to lie to you. Welcome to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. My name is Matt Sweet, and I am the factual fairy. Today, my very, very special, special homosexual guest is the immaculate, wonderful, classy, never late Oz. Ah! Hi, Oz. Hi. How the fuck are you today? She's good. I was less late than I normally am. That is true. Yeah, I left my house on time. <laughs> it was the TTC that really fucked me up there. Yeah. Can I swear on this podcast? You fucking can. Great. Um, so welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you haven't listened to it because you're a bad friend. Well, but I haven't that's had okay. time. <laughs> I've been so busy. Literally doing... just spent the last 10 minutes so you were all the Netflix that I watch. Yeah. Don't have time. Don't have time. You're just so busy. So busy. Um, uh, so I'm Oz. trying a new thing called reading. <laughs> I didn't know you could read. Well, here we are. Um, so the first thing I want you to do is, uh, Oz, can you just like give us your, what's your definition? Are you gay, straight, bi, brown, black, white, purple, green, blue? What, who are you? What are you? Uh, Top, bottom, verse, side, flip, flop. She. Sloppy hole, slop a bottomus. She is gay. Yeah. She's white. Uh, I'm Canadian uh, with European background. Um, I'm one quarter U- the former Yugoslavia. Um, uh, so I guess one quarter of me doesn't exist anymore. And uh, I'm a top. And what was... I think, yeah, I think that clarifies most things. Yeah. I didn't do my hair for this podcast. I'm and also looking shows. at the mic as if it's a real human. And my voice probably got really loud right there. I'm... <laughs> Also had a lot of vodka because I wouldn't do this sober. Yeah, no, um, almost none of my guests do this sober. No. Yeah. So, you know, you're on the same journey as everybody else. Okay, this is live to air, right? Yeah, like people are listening right now. Hi. Hi, Sweden. Um, okay. Germany represent. What? what? One download in Germany. I really got to work on that. I know. I'm not German, but I just recently went to Berlin and went to a laboratory and we talked about that already. Well, we didn't. You and I did, but like the listeners don't know about that hour we just talked about you getting fisted in the laboratory. I didn't get fisted. I've never done it. I've, <laughs> I've, I've always, I've always wanted to try to be the top version of the fisting partner, the fister. I think it would be interesting. I want to feel that warm embrace around my hand. I've heard the warm embrace is really nice. I feel it's got to be magical, and like you could probably feel their heartbeat because that's how that would work. <laughs> I've heard that it's like it's like it, the pressure is. Um, more intense than you think it is. And you already think that it's going to be intense. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to try it one day. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear it. I'll, I'll come back on the podcast and let you know how it is. Great. Um, so We could live podcast it. I don't want to do that I with could you. narrate it as I go. <laughs> and now it feels like the consistency of a warm quiche, but tight as the day is long. And now I've opened my fingers like an umbrella. <laughs> The man is dead. Okay, yeah. well, we gotta go. <laughs> All right, well, I'm glad we live podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so this season, uh, or series, uh, on the podcast, we're talking about fantasies. 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 I've never had one in my life. I don't believe you. Um, so, basically, kind of where this comes from for me is, like, I think that we all kind of have weird weird things that we discover on the internet that we're like, oh, surprise twist, I'm into that. Yeah, thank um, you, Tumblr. Oh my god, Tumblr took me down some dark fucking roads. It was my everything, I'm not gonna lie to you. I know, I just, for me, it's like, I I don't need help convincing myself I'm into some weird shit. When, when it, like, push comes to shove and I could actually do it, I'm like, oh, oh, I don't, I don't want any of that. Oh, I agree. Tumblr was, like, the perfect, like, fantasize about it, never act out on it, right. happy, 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 yeah. jerk off for three hours, be late for work the next day. <laughs> But, yeah. you know, I always say, uh, 
A wizard is never late, nor never on time. He arrives exactly when he means to. Uh, okay, well, you butchered the quote, but... Yeah, you're welcome. I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm also the wizard here. You're not. Matthew? I don't, I don't know. We'll see. There's a whole land named after me. Oh, Christ. Um, all right, so first, I'm, I guess I'm going to talk a little bit about a fantasy of mine. Oh. Um, which I think we probably talked about, because, like, listeners don't know this, but secretly we've known each other for a long time. Long time. Uh, in fact, uh, before my very, very first boyfriend... Um, you were a person that I fantasized about. Yeah. This old thing? This old thing. When I was 16? Uh, you were not 16. I was... I hate when you tell me that you were 16. I was 16 or 17 when we met. So you we, had to have been 17. So we only met two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Add 11 to that and that's how long we've been friends. Yeah, or 45. Um, so yeah, no, when I was, uh, this was before I had like really even thought about whether I was a top or a bottom. Mm. Um, I definitely had several masturbation stations in my little cute little dorm room, mm. uh, thinking about you just kind of like being naked with me. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I so, you know, we've talked about this, mm. our, um, sexual encounters, no, our sexual interest for each other never lined up because yeah. after you were no longer interested in me is when I became interested in you. That's when you noticed I got a fat ass. Girl, you Oh. <laughs> Listeners, let me tell you he tick. <laughs> and nobody's angry about it. I'm not. I'm yeah. still not. He's one of my best friends and I tell him all the time. I complimented his legs and booty when I got here. That's true. He's wearing sweatpants. Yeah, but I put underwear on so you couldn't see the dick print. Burp. That's for you. Well, you're welcome. No, As my guest. I uh, <laughs> it's not very nice. It's not very c- collegial. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you about the, the fantasy I've, I've thought about. Um, and I have to say it's been kind of funny because um, I, I do six episodes of series and this is the third one. And uh, I, trying Lucky to like number three. come up with like, ooh, what's the fantasy this week that I'm going to disclose? Yeah. Because um, like, you know, I did the first episode was like my very first one and then uh, the second one was kind of a more recent fantasy um, of a depraved bottom. Oh. Um, but this one I'm going to tell you about... Were you the depraved bottom? Honey, no. Okay. No. Well, there was a moment. She's moved on from being a depraved bottom. Now she wants a depraved bottom. Okay, okay. I feel, yeah. I feel you. Um, no, I, I think this is uh, probably... So you and I used to live together. Mm-hmm. and uh, It wasn't good. F- it wasn't mm-hmm. a great fit for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. We loved each other. I'm going to interrupt for a second. <laughs> We loved each other so much, yeah. and we were we were almost inseparable at one period of time or another. Especially when we lived like doors away from each other on the same street. It was mm-hmm. in- incredible. We grocery shopped together. Yeah, we, we were almost a couple, but that's why we were. But we weren't because we were non-sexual, and we were like, oh, we should just be roommates. This is going to be perfect. So good. We're in love with each other, but we don't want to have sex with each other. Yeah. This is the perfect. We were like Broad City before Broad City was a thing. <gasps> like, do you remember that time that was it your volume or some sort of like ho- Oh, when I was on Percocets. Percocets. Yeah. And we both took one to walk to McDonald's to, and, <laughs> and, and, and and we were like, oh, we don't feel anything. We don't feel anything. And then like at wow. some point time, I'm walking on clouds along Bloor Street. We were Broad City. Before Broad City. Yeah, but no tear shade to those women because they're the exact same age as us so they were doing it at the exact same time as us. That's true. I think we were sharing energies with them. Uh, our pussies lined up. I think so. I think yeah. they are like... like they're, I, Every time I watch that show I'm like, yeah, that's what my chonies are like. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> and then I watched the finale and I was like, and that's getting old. Yeah. That's 30. Oh <laughs> there it is. <laughs> anyway, not related to Broad City. Here's the fantasy I've decided to share with you. <laughs> Um, so there was a, a time in my life that, um, I was really into the idea of sauna sex. Oh. Like the idea of just like being in a sauna in my yes. cute little towel. Yes, and then this hot man comes mm-hmm. in and he just like, mm-hmm. he sits like close, but not too close to uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. And then as we start to sweat uh-huh. and like, you see like him getting a little chubby uh-huh. under his towel. And then, you know, maybe I get up to, like, throw water on the rocks or something, and then I sit a little closer to him, and then our knees touch. Just a little graze. (laughs) Just a light graze of, like, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. And then, like, he, like, ooh, it's so hot, and he flips his (gasps) towel, but, like, just a little bit of dick sticks out. Yeah. And I can see how chubby it Mm. is. And then, like... He isn't hard yet. Ugh. And then suddenly, like, 
oh no, my towel is off, and Oops. I bent over, and there's my whole sir, oh, and he just like grabs me and like slams me onto his now erect penis. Yeah, brown eyed girl was like, winking at him. Just fucking rails me in this sauna as we sweat, and I'm moaning and taking this big fucking dick, just screaming, just living my best life. Um, so that's the fantasy. Now, um. People who know me know that I hate sweating. Mm. I hate saunas. Well, that's weird that you hate sweating because you sweat all the time. That's why I hate sweating. Oh, I see. Like, I don't want to go sweat more, so I don't want to go to a fucking sauna. Yeah, that makes sense. But I will say there was a time in my life where, like, almost all the porn I consumed was sauna porn. Oh. Like, there was something about, like, despite the fact that I hate the act of being in a sauna, yeah. I just wanted to get fucked hard. Have you talked to your the therapist sauna. about this? It hasn't come up. That feels like there's some layers on there. <laughs> well, like self-hating. <laughs> yeah. like, like all of the deepest, darkest sexual aspects of myself are inside that sauna. So here's the thing. Which Have I refuse to ever actually in. had sauna sex? Um, yes. Yes. I mean, again, depending on your definition of sex, yes. Okay. And you were sweaty in it? Yeah, we were interrupted by an elderly gentleman coming in mm. uh, and giving us hilarious, like, I know what you're up to, eyes. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely, was it like... A, was it at... 100 Wellesley? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for listeners in Sweden, 100 Wellesley is a location in Toronto where every homosexual has had some kind of sex. Tower of Gay. Yeah. They shut down that sauna. <gasps> what? Yeah. Because there was too much gay? Well, I don't know. I haven't lived there for a number of years, mm. but... When I was moving out, they had shut. They had shut it. I think it was because there was way too many people uh, fooling around in it. Honestly, that feels like a hate crime. Well, you know, I will say that I fooled around in it once, and there was already a packet of lube in there. <laughs> I'm like, is the is the building providing this? Right. Like, have we just accepted that this is how it's going to be? Is this like a satellite for a steamworks? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 the bathhouse satellite location. Yeah. <laughs> Go in the cold pool and then yeah. dry off in the hot sauna. It's the bathhouse with a view. It has a great view. It's got a great view. I never had sex. Yeah. Oh, no, I had sex in the pool. Never mind. I was going <laughs> to say, I never had sex while looking at the view. Of course you did. Because you're a disgusting person. Well, she's, yeah, she's yeah. been adventurous. Hmm. I did try to initiate sex with a boyfriend of mine who had a sauna in like a condo mm. um, in a different location in Toronto. And he was very much opposed Why? to the idea. Um, I think... Uh, Public decency, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know, people are into that. Fuck it. Fucking gross North American nonsense. Um, I just wanted to suck his dick. Yeah, you know, like casual and simple. Just throw it in my face for a little while. Yeah. And if, if somebody comes in, I'll pretend I was uh, helping you with a rash. Yeah, like... On a, your balls. No one will see. Who, who's gonna know? No, it's fine. Someone comes in. Oh, hello, Flora. No, like as long that's... as you get that covered before someone comes in. <laughs> Just cover my head under the towel. <laughs> my ass is out in the air like, no, it's fine. That's regular. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's me and sauna sex. That yeah. was a, a fantasy uh, for a little while. Still? Or is that, that done now? Um, You know, every now and then, it's sort of like it's become a bit like the, the fireman fantasy where it's like, you know, it's not really a main contender, but every yeah. now and then when you're just like, oh, cute, like a cute little porn pops up on Pornhub yeah, and you're yeah. like, you know what? Take me back. I'm gonna watch you. Yeah. It's the same thing like if I see Dawson from Sean Cody with his puka shell necklace, I'm gonna watch that video. <laughs> that's how, before Grinder. that's how you knew they were gay. Baby. Hello. I but, never wore one, but. But I had one for I a while. I had a bracelet for a little Did bit. Did you? Yeah. I had one and I wore it I think twice and was like I this is it's not who I I've never seen a beach. It technically wasn't mine. It was my ex husband. <laughs> I stole it from him. She's a divorcee. Divorcee, divorcee. You didn't divorcee. use that as part of your definition. I'm proud of you. Well, it's, it doesn't define me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you talked to your therapist about that? Every fucking session. <laughs> you know, this is one thing that like I'm going to tell anyone who gets divorced, especially if you're the egregious party. Put it in your divorce agreement that you need them to pay for at least two years of therapy. Because at $185 an hour... Adds up. I should have negotiated that into that divorce agreement. Do you think you could negotiate that? Uh, well... I've you, never been divorced. Yeah. So. You could... Do, you, you, 
you can put anything in the sum of a settlement, right? You could yeah. say, in in instead of uh, alimony, yeah, I you're gonna pay me twelve hundred dollars for my therapy. They can fucking argue it, sure, and your lawyers will just go back and forth. That's actually that's actually a pretty good deal though. Like if you can like price it under alimony and just be like, you're gonna just pay for my therapy. My therapist will send you my bills for a year. Yeah, you can put anything in your divorce agreement. A contract's a contract. They just have to agree to it. Nothing's legally binding unless they agree to it. Which Amazing. I found out through divorce. <laughs> You're so much wiser now. Look, I am. Look at her. And a lot more poor. Yeah, but also I would say you are a much more actualized person. And I think that you have become someone who knows themselves on a deeper level I since so. the divorce. Yeah, well, yeah. I went through the double Ds. Well, now you have to explain what the double Ds are. Death and divorce. My mom kicked it. My, and then I had to divorce my husband. Yeah. Ex-husband. All in like a year-ish. Uh, yeah, it was all, it was less than 12 months. Yeah. He had an affair, by the way. <laughs> I don't mind telling you all that. I just want the listeners to know that on my little list of questions, none of this is written down. No, we're not even there yet. Yeah. We're still, in, we're still in the biography. This is going to be the longest podcast you've ever done because I'm going to talk about everything I want to talk about. And yeah. you're gonna be like, but we still have questions. Yeah. This is going to be the first time you ever edit a podcast. Second time. I edited the first one. Who's? Um, uh, a friend of mine named Andrew. Okay. Uh, we it was the first one I ever did, and we did it very high, mm. and that's when I learned that I can't podcast high. No, I couldn't do that either. It would be yeah. so slow. Yeah, well, Andrew also tells um, incredibly long rambling stories, mm. so like finding the cuts was really hard, Oof. but also having to cut myself where I'm just like, so like the color purple is great. It is great, <laughs> Cynthia Revo. Incredible. I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you one thing. Tell I me. just saw Cynthia yeah. Revo at the Kennedy Center in Washington. Yeah. She was live. Live. I was eleven rows center. Mm. And she was just well, so I was in the center section, but I was off center. She was off center too because it was with the full orchestra, oh, so shit. the conductor was center. Yeah. I was literally just like staring right up at Cynthia Revo. Um, and she's incredible. She, she's beyond. She's just beyond. She like she has that acting prowess, like the singing acting prowess of like Bernadette Peters, like uh but her singing voice not that Bernadette isn't also but her singing voice is just almost practically perfect like you see bootleg after bootleg and she never misses a note Mm -mm. every note has emotion her and the Tonys just insane so yes my new favorite trick well not new because this is a while ago but you showed me where you show someone like her performing the color purple at Uh the Tonys and then you show her doing the same song but actually in the show Live. live and you're just like you were already blown away by the Tonys. And then you show the live version and you're like, oh, actually my soul just got shredded into a thousand pieces and is escaping my body out. Because she's beyond. Her acting, her acting is unbelievable. Yeah. Her voice is unbelievable. So she was doing this um, uh, concert at the Kennedy Center um, with full orchestra. So like, just that alone. Mm. Cynthia with full orchestra. I'm already you're like, sure. Yeah, sold. And it was all um, songs by women of color, either written or p- generally performed by women oh, or cool. women okay. of color. Um, and the opener to both acts um, uh, were songs uh, by people of color. And the second act was opened by um, an overture of a woman who wrote, a black woman who wrote, a, a who was a composer back in the 30s and 40s. And she was the first black woman ever performed by a symphony orchestra. And cool. they re-performed her music before Cynthia came on. Cynthia came on stage, so like it was just like setting everything up for success. It was only black people and gay people in the audience, I and think. all of us were going to church constantly throughout the show. <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. she just kept on being like, "So indulge me in this song because I just wanted to sing it for you with an orchestra." So she got to curate the music, mm-hmm. and then it was arranged for her. So like. It was just incredible. She sang, like, all over the musical theater spectrum, and she sang uh, Summertime, and I thought of you, and she sang... Was it Summertime that you really loved when... uh, What's the song that you really loved, the jazz standard, when Roxy would sing it? Uh, Ring Them Bells? No, the jazz standard. Anyway, you have a jazz standard that you love. (laughs) Apparently. That she sang, uh, sang it. And then she sang Edelweiss. Yeah, I think you posted that on. And Instagram. she threw it out to Judy, uh, Ju- uh, Julie Andrews. She was like, "Just Julie Andrews was giving her all in that mu- movie, and we all have to thank her for everything she's ever given us." And then she sings us Edelweiss, and then has the entire audience of sixteen hundred people sing with her. Amazing! It was just, it was, 
it was I I was spiritually changed after that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she messaged me. What? Yeah. So like you saw like my insane posting on Instagram yeah. stories of like I'm a church. I don't have edges. My weave's gone. Like it's been <laughs> yeah. raptured to the sky. Anyway, she after the concert messaged me and said, uh, "This made me grin so much." <laughs> Shut the fuck. Ah. I died and went to heaven. Yeah, of course you did. So that's my Cynthia Riva, Cynthia Riva story. I love that story. It has nothing to do with what we're here to talk about. No, but it's an important story. I may have to edit this story uh, down, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, okay, so let's focus in here. We're talking about fantasies. Um, and obviously Cynthia Riva is a big part of my fantasy and your fantasy. Oh. She's magical and beautiful. She um, is, yeah. But as gay men, it's unlikely that she's going to be part of a sexual fantasy in that kind of way. Unless she's, like, singing while you're fucking someone, which I'm not mad about. Well, that was, like, that one time that I had a threesome to jagged little pill. You know, Take us through. I can't wait to tell Alanis Morissette one day. I don't know if I'll ever meet Alanis Morissette, but if I do, and I won't do it in a creepy way, it'll be after, like, we've had some drinks together and, like, chilled. Again, like, run with me with this. And I'd be like, I just want to tell you about this one weird moment. We were just hanging out at someone's house, and yeah. they had just moved there, and they 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 didn't hadn't unpacked anything really, but they had like their boombox mm-hmm. out. This was a number a number of years ago. Yeah, and the first thing they found was Jagged Little Pill, and they were like, oh, yeah, sure, throw that on. That'd be fun. Fucking love like, Jagged Little Pill. Within 30 seconds, we were making out on the couch, the three of us, and like fucking around. And so then the whole album played as we had a threesome. Yeah. It was great. Very weird threesome. Do you remember like, what song you came to? No. Oh, it's a shame. I don't know if I came that night. Oh, Alanis will do that to you. No, I did. No, it, was, <laughs> it was great. It was weird. But that, that is super weird. I have lots of other connections with Alanis Morissette, being Canadian and all. Yeah, well, let me focus you a little bit differently. Mm. Um, what is the first fantasy you can remember yourself, like sexual fantasy, not musical related? <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's the first, like, sex fantasy you can remember having? I don't think I, I don't think I know. I, I was a very sexual child. Um. Oh, like, were you perving out at two? No. Uh, but I hit puberty in grade five. Okay. So, like, my sexual awakening happened in grade five. Mm-hmm. I started, um, being interested in men, well, guys in grade five. Okay. Uh, and... I never really had very many ideas that I was straight. I think, like, I don't know. It just never clued into me that that was even a possibility. But it also didn't, like, really clue into me what gay was. Like, I just really didn't know. It was very confusing. (laughs) Well, this is a fucking 90s, you know? Like, this is... Okay, but it was the late 90s, dear. You're not that old. Grade 5 would have been 95 or 96. So it was mid-90s. Okay. You know, and it was mid-90s in London, Ontario, conservative fucking town. My parents were super open about things, but I wasn't going to talk to them about that. <laughs> um, and and there was nothing, like, I didn't have any other connection to any gay person ever. Right. And the internet had just come around. I started looking at porn when we still had dial-up. Yeah. yeah. Girl. So I'm like... Like, no one listening to this can relate to that. Except everyone. Except everyone. Cool. <laughs> my first, like, porn adventures were with... Yeah. And, I, and I would save pictures to uh, three and a half inch floppy disks. I had a porn floppy disk, too. I had a stash of them. My mom found them once. <laughs> what were they labeled? They weren't labeled anything. I was hoping that oh. she, when she found them, she would never think to look at them. See, I labeled that, mine uh, That homework. nosy bitch looked at them. Oh, of course she did. And then deleted all of them. I was like, do you know how long it took me to download? Like, each like each disc like probably had, like, oh, I don't know, what do what they call like 12 images. Yeah. So long to, like, download those. And also, if you remember on Windows 95, girl, this was back in the day. Windows 95 used to have chat rooms. Mm. You know? Girl, I was a Yahoo chat. I was a Napster chat. I was a fucking cyber sex queen. Me too, girl. And my parents bought a printer that had an, uh, a, a webcam come oh. with it as a free prize. <laughs> this is probably like in grade seven. Yeah. Six or seven. Girl yeah. starts doing webcam. Were you given like sexy shows? Not like to like general audiences. Like I would mm-hmm. hook, quote unquote, hook up with guys on the internet, yeah. um, and like we were with cam- the three pixels they could see. Yeah, we would cam for each other. Uh, I never got into camming. I 
I only did in those moments when I was just like, I had nothing else. And what would happen is like, I, I still to this day don't know how that bitch did it. But my mom, <laughs> every single time that I went on a porn website, would shut the fucking internet down. What a bitch. Like, she just knew. I don't know how she did. Fucking Wait, weird. she was in the house while you were looking at porn? No, 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 no. Uh, well, they might have been in bed at some point in time. Ah, okay. No, no, like, a week later, she'd be like, so? And she'd kick me off the internet. But, like, never, like, it fully accused me. It was always, like, was it me or was it my sister? <laughs> right. Rawdogman.com. Yeah. All I ever me kicked off the internet. But for a long time, we played this game that I was like, no, it wasn't me. Okay, you're still kicked off right. the internet. But no, it wasn't me. <laughs> anyway I, so I can't why did she hate porn so much well I think she hated her uh, 12 year old looking at porn yeah fair enough I don't know I think once you hit the 12 13 years like you're looking at porn whether your parents want to want you to now we are girl like everyone knows that now but like uh but like that's been true since porn's existed. Yeah, like, but like well, back in the day, the day day before us, you really had to work hard to get those sure, porn but magazines. Sure, you doing it at 12 and 13. Yeah, but like I could just go down to the end. like but like if you brought a porn home and your parents found it under your bed, they're going to take it from you. Eh. So my mom kicked me out the internet and then a month later I'd be on. So I found this loophole. Okay, but I have a question. Trading I'm derailing you here. Yeah. Because right, I want to What focused. is my fantasy? No, no, no. I want to know, on those floppy disks, can you tell me, can you describe the kind of images that were yeah. on that floppy disk? So when disc? I was younger, mm. the guys I was super interested in, uh, and it's weird to talk about it now, and this is something that I've always, like, it's weirded me out until, like, I, I, like, I was old enough to, like, really figure out and rationalize, like, in my teenagehood. Mm -hmm. But, like, some... I know this is terrible to say, but some of the guys that I would cam with were my age. Mm. And yeah, that's like child pornography, but like, I'm also like, I'm 12, you're 12. Like, yeah. I'm 13, you're 13. Like, this is what we're interested in. So that was like a mind fuck. Like, when I was 17, I was like, why was I into that? I was into that because I was into like seeing myself replicated. Yeah. And like, my taste aged as I went. Okay. Which was like something really weird to like see, to be like so sexually involved so young and healthily wise, like, I enjoyed my sexuality. Yeah, I'm glad you're not still into 12-year-olds. No. That would get weird. Not at all. Hard <laughs> pass. <laughs> but, like, it was weird, like, when I was 17 and not too far away from that, and my taste had evolved mm. to be like, oh, my God, you were into that at one point in time. And mm. I was like, no, I was just... It would be the same if, like, there was another guy at school who was also gay and we could have fooled around yeah. when we were younger. Um, but that was a weird mind fuck to, like, figure that out. Um, hmm. But... Interesting. That yeah, that never really was a part of my process because like even when I was like cybering, cybersexing, whatever, it was generally with people I assume were older than me. Some of mine were. My some of mine definitely were, like yeah. and that's its own problematic thing. Sure. Um but some of them were like my age and we had a yeah. good time because we were both like exploring sexuality and generally we were people in small towns who had no mm -hmm. access to it in any other Baby. way and that's the magic of the internet yeah and yeah. and so but then there's a mind fuck in i think especially as a gay queer person you're told by so many people the thing that you're doing is wrong to begin with and then so then there's so many layers of like repression and, and shittiness around yeah. that, that like then you add age to the factor anyway that being said <laughs> what i was really attracted to when i was younger was like skater boys like kind of like like masculine esque but like alt mask and I don't mean alt, like alt yeah. I don't mean alt right, but I mean like But like you don't not mean that. Either. No, no, I meant <laughs> I meant like the guys who were like kind of just like the guys who were like smoking in the smoking pit in high school yeah. who were like awesome and cool and like we're just like Interesting. We're like fine with everything, but like I liked the like the little bit of like the grungier look. I think it was because I wasn't at all. I was a musical mm -hmm. theater kid. Yeah, knowing your taste in men over the years, um, that lines up for me. Yeah, you can totally see it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that that's not what my taste was when I was a teen. Oh, like I would hang out at the skate parks and like in in hmm. grade seven, eight, my uh, a good friend of mine, um, I I won't name him, even though we don't Teddy. I, I haven't seen him since. I had such a crush on him, and I'd take like my little camcorder. We make like little skating videos and shit, and like I was just like staring at him lustfully, but I wasn't out yet, so like couldn't talk about it. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that was like kind of my demographic, and uh, I and I know it's crazy to say I've always liked 
guys with muscular, bigger legs. Mm -hmm. So, like, sports guys but were always a thing. But also, like, the irony of that is, like, sports guys are generally the ones making fun of gays. Yeah. Well, but that's... I mean, that's the... But it wasn't... I can can relate that. It's not about them making fun of you. It's just, like, that... There's something about that idea that is really attractive. Like, there's this guy in my high school... Let's call him Tommy. It starts with a T. Um, who? Mine was Jaden. <laughs> I won't um, say his last name. Get it? <laughs> Mine's mine was Tyler. I won't say his last name. Um, he was just this like beautiful man. Yeah. In high school, like he was, and it was like you know he was like a pussy crusher. He was out there. He was living his best life. And we were never close. We I've had very few uh, engagements with him, but he was a huge component of my masturbatory experience mm-hmm. all through high school because it was just like this idea of this like beautiful man wanting me. This like because he had like flawless, perfect skin in high school because he's a piece of shit. I hate him. Fuck him. And I was just like this pimply mess of a human. I had beautiful skin in high school. You're garbage. Not you, listeners. You're great. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. It's me. Um, But, like, the idea of just, like, one, being alone with this person, but also having them be attracted to me, like, Uh that, that on its own was its own thing. And and partly I think it's just because it's tying in to this idea of, you know, he was this jock who played on a number of sports teams, and, you know, there's this fantasy of, you know, I guess when you're gay and you're in high school, you may be the queen of the drama club as I was, but... You know, you there's a a part of you that still wants to be like that jock that who's so accepted on the football team, and like you're the bro yeah. and living that like um, picket fence nuclear family kind of life. You know yeah. what I mean? But gay. Well, I think, like, <laughs> I think it was a little bit different for me because like uh, I had a really not great elementary school. Later elementary school, I had a really mm. great time when I lived in Strasbourg, Ontario. I had beautiful, great. Lovely friends. And then I moved to Strasbourg, I mean to London, and went to an elementary school. And so, like, the first day I showed up, I showed up in overalls, rubber boots, and a t-shirt, because I thought that was fancy. And my mom was <laughs> very much letting me be me. And, like, everyone was wearing FUBU and Hilfiger. Right. And that was grade four. So, like, you just start not good. And then, like, the next year I come out. And so I had a very terrible elementary school. You came school. out that early? No, in my mind I came out. I knew. Ah, okay. And I, I had a very terrible elementary schoolhood because I didn't know what was going on. People didn't really like me. And then I became the class clown, so people liked me, but only in falsehood. I had this really great best friend, Greg, but he was kind of like the outcast too, and we just did our own thing. Um, and the girls liked me, of course. Yeah. Uh, and then I went, my parents put me into an arts high school. It was the best decision they ever fucking made. I came out in second week. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm here. I'm ready to be homosexual. Well, I don't know. Someone in in, in, in a <laughs> drama class was like, what do you get? I was like, yeah, I'm bi. Even my drama teacher, who's a good friend of mine to this day, like, spit take. Like, he didn't spit take, but it was like, what the... F-? Like, even was like, I don't I think 100% know what to do with this like kid who just came out of my second week yeah. of grade nine drama class. So when I got into high school, I, I we had this, like, we were, it was a polytechnic... So it's technical and arts. So okay. I had a huge technical program, like uh, auto, uh, electrical, but we also had like a, an amazing um, musical theater mm-hmm. and art school built in this whole thing. So there was this like slam of all of us and it was a downtown high school. So cool. it was insanity. Yeah. And um, I came out very early and um, led that charge a bit. And then I became student council president in grade 12. And totally ran my campaign on being the gay president. There was nothing hidden about it. So, like, I never had this idea that I wanted to be on, like, the football team or anything. I was Mm. very anti-sports. I was a swimmer. And I did very well in swimming. But, like, I didn't like... But were you there for the swimming or for the Speedos? No, I always refused to wear a Speedo, which is really funny. Everyone else on the team wore, like very like tight bathing suits and like I was really uncomfortable with my sexuality even though I was out in high school I wore a lot of corduroy and a lot of plaid because I was like I want to be the butch gay guy I want to show that there's a different way to be gay have you talked to your therapist about that yeah girl (laughs) 
and I definitely know there was like so much performative gender and like what Hello. the norm and there. Yeah. So I was doing my own thing on that side. So like wanting to be one of the football players never. But pause it for a second. But I wanted to sleep with them. Obviously, we all did. We still do. Um, yeah. But here's my question. Okay, so please. as you're at the swim meet. You're not checking out the dudes in all their speedos? Come totally. on. Totally. I had such Come a on crush now. on this guy who was a, a good friend of mine in swim team who is beautiful and straight. And it, it, Did like, he have a good ass? How yeah. was the ass? Yeah. They were Did he wear the speedos? Yeah. He wore like the jammers, like the like longer, but like. Tight. Oh, like a boxer brief? Yeah, but like completely tight. Yeah. And what were you wearing? You were wearing, like, a blousey, like, knee length... No, I didn't wear board shorts, girl. <laughs> I assume you were wearing, though, like, Mormon e- underwear. Even though right now she is, she does, and totally stolen from you, is a blousey top. <laughs> it's my favorite term ever. Blousey top. Yes. Uh, no, I just wore short Speedo shorts. Like, okay. they were, like... Snug, but don't get crazy. Yeah. Okay. Like, they were they were a bathing suit, but, yeah. like, shorter, like, like, a lot of my thigh was showing. I, I never know. got into swimming, but like, if we'd had a pool and a swimming team, I I didn't. I would have gone to a meet or two. I don't <laughs> think I liked team sports because I was, I didn't have really good hand-eye coordination. And a lot of team sports have to do that. Still don't. I don't. And I think I was also afraid of the jocks and like Girl, afraid of what that would look like for me. Baby, let me tell you, you know? be, growing up and reclaiming my my athleticism has been a fucking journey. Yeah. Because in high school, I was like. Jocks are the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm not sporty. Until I was in OAC, which is grade 13 uh, for the young out there. She old. She old. Um, but no, in that year, I, like they, they needed literally a human body that was of a certain age to be on the bench of the volleyball team in order to have a senior boys volleyball team. So I was convinced to be that person. Couldn't. And like that, that on its own was kind of a big deal. But like... After, you know, going through university, whatever, and just kind of, like, being put in a situation where it's like, okay, I have to make new friends in this city. How do you do that? And the easiest way is to join a gay sports league. And through that is how I've explored the idea of myself as an athlete. Uh And, like, am I an athlete with a capital A? No. No. But am I a bitch who likes to move and, like, slam some balls around? Yes, motherfucker, I am. I will have to say, I had, like... I had a horrible time in grade 9 gym class because it's mandatory in Ontario to take one year of gym. I thought it was two years. One. And, <laughs> and I didn't know this going into my school and I wish I did. In grade 11, 12, you can take swimming at oh. my school. We had a pool. Sure. Um, and I didn't know that, so I took grade 9. I, I forget Inglis. Mr. Inglis. I'll bleep that out. No, you don't have to. <laughs> he was a dream of a teacher. Like, a total guy's guy, but sure. like... Super sweet and very... Somewhere in it, he realized that I was getting a bit bullied in gym class, even though I was very outspoken, but I was having a difficult time. And I, he kind of like was like, okay, so what are you interested? Because you're not interested in gym class. I was like, if I could skip this every day, I would. I would, yeah. And so he let me start... Um, I loved running and swimming. Those were the things that... And gymnastics, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, weirdly enough, my elementary school in Strathroy had a gymnastics team. Okay. And I, I placed gold, 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 gold. Moved to London. Gymnastics was not a thing. In London, you're you're straight and it's conservative. There's no gymnastics team. But in like little Strathroy, Ontario. Strathroy mm. is like a town of like 50,000 people. We yeah. had a full-on gymnastics team where we went around the province doing oh, gymnastics. Cool. It was crazy. In my hometown, uh, the gymnastics girls were very good. And I believe awarded for that. But, like, locally, it was known that if you were in gymnastics, you were a slut. No, we had... Because that's how high school works. We had boys and girls gymnastics Twist. team. Twist. Um, and it was very, very highly sought off, sought <laughs> off, sought after. After? Sought after. 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 In sought my often. elementary school to be on the, the <laughs> gymnastics team. Anyone cool. could. But then there was, like, the senior levels that like, you got sent out. It was great. We're going to do a... Because um, I got a... And, um, so, anyway. Honey, if you think we pause for pee breaks, we don't. Well, I'm going to pee. So yeah, you can a, pee anytime. So here's the thing, Mr. I'm pretty sure it was Inglis. Um, yeah. And, and he was just like, okay, you really like running. You're on the cross-country team. He's like, a couple times a week, I'm going to let you go and run around, run downtown London. He was like, but I am putting my full trust in you that you're out running. Right. Because this is physical, this is PA, PE class. 
you have to be physical. Sure. And, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go suck a dick. That's very but, but, physical. But, no, it was so like interesting like <laughs> to have like a teacher trust me yeah. at a young age, but trust me in such a way that it was like, if you don't do the thing that I'm trusting you to do, you're just abusing my trust and you're just being a complete and utter asshole because I realize you're not having a good time and I'm trying to make this better for you. Yeah. And I fucking did. I went out and ran. It was great and it was amazing. And it got me out of PA class a few times a week or like maybe once a week. I'm like, just like alleviated that burden of having to deal with these assholes who like made fun of me and like teased me in the dressing room and right. like like just like what a, like he was the gym teacher was such a dude bro but like had like so much awareness to be like this isn't cool for you so like we're gonna make something else happen like just great pedagogy of teaching in gym class it's not what you expect and like so i actually like had a, like a fine enough gym class I love that that has nothing to do with fantasies. It does, because I, fantas- I still fantasize about gym jocks. I'm like, going <laughs> to leave the door open so you can hear my stream. All right. So Oz has gone off to pee. And I just want listeners to know that so far I've been able to ask um, one question on my list. Because he's the kind of person who just derails whatever he does. Um, and now we're listening to him pee, and it's a... It's a healthy stream. It sounds, you know, like electric almost. You know, it's an energized stream. Feels frothy, I think, is how I would describe it. Um, Yeah, I imagine it's... I haven't seen it, but I imagine it's the color of, like, a light gold. You know, like... That's one um, of the things that we've always said, that we've never seen each other's penises. Oh, God. I thought I just saw it now. No, it's still in there. No, I want you to. I want you and I to be ninety years old. We're like, I've never seen it. Right. Yeah. So at ninety, we're gonna be like, whip it out. No, I love. <laughs> I love the fact that I have a gay friend that like we talk about sexual things. We've had crushes on each other, but we've never like gone there. <laughs> Not that that's an important, like a right. very important thing. I just it's, love that that's it's like the longest of, tease. I just love that that's part of our journey. But like, we've gone to like fucking underwear night at a bar. Yeah. Jockstrap night. Yeah. Like you've seen my hole. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've never wow. seen your hole. Those cheeks are too big to get up in and see that hole. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, bitch. I need to get back on check. On check. I gotta get back on track We've had so much vodka. So much vodka. Uh, I normally pretend that this podcast is sponsored by the drink I'm drinking, but I don't remember the name of it. I know that it was made in Perth, Ontario, though. Oh, that's cute. So it's like a local Canadian vodka. Oh, we have a really. Ooh, I think True North. I don't... Right. That may be wrong. We have a really good vodka distillery in Toronto now. Yeah, I don't care because I'm trying to talk about fantasies. Okay. And, like, I love you. Vodka's you're a perfect. fantasy. I mean, hello. <laughs> All right. Um, this bitch drinks straight vodka on ice. <laughs> <laughs> it's abysmal. <laughs> uh, no, it's perfect At because... Least I put Perry in mine. I'm rippled, but also tomorrow I'll be a person. Well, I'm only drinking mine with water. I'm not having this discussion with you right now. At least now. I'm hydrating. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie, bitch. All right. Um, let's talk about it. So, okay. What kind of porn are you watching right now? Oh, God. Like, what's your go-to? So, I'll have to say, I think, like, something about, like, downloading images. Because, like, when you had dial-up, video porn was not a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You just It was image-based. Yeah. I think image-based porn has really stuck with me over my life. Okay. Yeah, like, I still really enjoy a still image. I like GIFs and... um. Uh, movies too. Sure. But I love, like, I love scrolling through fucking Tumblr. Really? I love, like, a Tumblr, like, still images. Yeah, like, I th- I find them very sexy. I okay. think also because, like, I can write my own story in my head. Mm. Do you remember Nifty.org? Baby, I still go to Nifty.org now. Honey. Nif- honey. Nifty.org. When there's a time where I'm just like, okay, Pornhub, you're great. But, like, I feel like I've lost touch with my uh, imagination and yes. my ability to actually fantasize on my own terms. Yes. Nifty.org, baby. I love... For those listening at home... Well, just make, just go. Go to Nifty.org. This podcast Nifty. is Org. not sponsored by Nifty.org because they're very poor. We'd have to sponsor them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> actually, this whole time, this podcast has been in support of... Nifty.org. Yeah, go support um, them. But you know, like they have a bunch of it's like it's a it's written porn. So there's like gay, bi, straight, lesbian. There's all kinds of different porns, and they categorize it 
And it's great because it's just like people submit it to this website. And so there's, you know, relatively new content a lot. But like you can go through up until like I think it's I 1998 is the oldest I think you can get to, which is like crazy. The Internet was born. Hello. Anyway, it's a great website. I don't know, again, how we got here, but here we are. Well, because I'm, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> you asked me what porn I'm looking at right now. Yeah. I think because, like, when I was younger, like, nifty.org and um, ImageBase was, like, what I really got off to. Mm. So that's, I think, like, built into my foundation to, okay. like, learn how to fantasize my in my own self about different things. Well, like, reading was stimuli, too. Mm. So, like, yeah, movies are fun. And, like, I'll go to them every once in a while. But, yeah. like... I don't know, for the most part, like, I do, like, the fantasizing, going into my own, like, journey, and, like, definitely a, a pre-written story is helpful mm-hmm. sometimes, or just, like, an image where you, like, go off on your own journey of how they got into that position to <laughs> begin with. How did they get their legs over their head? Or just, like, you know, like, anything, <laughs> I don't know. Um, See, for me, lately, I've been doing a lot of, like, I'll find, like, I'll search on Pornhub, like, verbal bottom or something. Yeah. Get that playing in the background, open a new tab, head over to nifty.org, and then be like, I'm going to read through this story while I have the audio experience of like a moaning sexual time. That's smart. I don't need that. See, I, I need, the audio is a big thing for me. I will say I have an extraordinarily overactive imagination. The story is enough for me. I'd like... Yeah. Well, I, the, honey, the story is enough. I'm just, just saying like, like if you want to level up your game. No, I like, when I read a story, I have like... A whole sensorial exploration with that story. Sensorial exploration, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Um, okay, let me ask you this. Then. I said that so, a lot of vodka in me. I think at this point, I'm just going to give up on my question. No, ask another question. No, I because I have more questions about this. Okay, um, but we'll get to the other ones. This, this <laughs> is going to be a lot of editing. No, I don't edit. Um, this is like a five-hour-long podcast. Uh, baby, we're fine. Okay, so what's your like masturb- masturbation process? Like, do you... Okay. Do you like light a cute candle and no. like get in touch with yourself, no. touch your pussy no. and like become a human no. or is it just like I'm in the shower like Bleh! No, I don't like shower jacking up. Mm, okay. That's not that's not what it is for me. <laughs> it it takes me when it t- wants to take me and I don't mean like I'm doing it at appropriate <laughs> moments. Okay. Um <laughs> I don't know, like, it would be morning time or maybe an, a- oh, I love an afternoon where I'm not working and I'm just at home and, like, the mood strikes me and sex isn't available or whatever. But even, like, I know this is maybe crazy to say and some partners don't get this. Luckily, my current partner does. But, like, sometimes I don't want to have sex and I just want to jack off. Hello. You know? Yeah. Like, I just want to be with me and doing my own thing. It's nothing against my partner, but yeah, I'm like, just like... you're great, but... I'm just I just need this, to rub one out. I just wanted this cute moment, yeah, you know? I don't need it to be a process. No. And, yeah. like, I love edging. I love a long <laughs> session. I love a long session. So, like, this idea of, like, quickly... What's a like, long session? This idea of quickly, like, popping one off in, like, five, even 15 minutes before work, I'm like, no. I'll just wait till I have time. Girl. But what's a session, then? What, what like, how long is long for you? For, for jacking off? Yeah. For masturbation. 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 I can hear the vodka in your speech. Masturbation. Masturbation. Um, like the hormone monster was like really in me on that one. <laughs> I just take bubble baths and masturbate. <laughs> um, I would have a hormone monstrous. Yeah. I'm just going to point that out. Um, uh, also, for listeners, if you haven't watched it, that is a reference to Big Mouth, which it. you need to watch on Netflix immediately. So brilliant! But I yeah. would, I would hope that Maya Rudolph is my home mantras. At least her voice. I need that in my head. Yeah, I still need you to answer the question of getting, how long is your session. I'm getting there. Are you? Uh, <laughs> a quick session for me. Yeah. Like I've done like the 15 minutes if I had to. Sure. Uh, this but, erection will not go away. I've got to deal with it. Yes. 15 minutes. My, um, a quick one for me is 45 minutes to an hour. Mother of God. Really? 45 minutes is quick? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I can't last that, that long in sex. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like... No, you're getting a quick five. I'm not like puffing up my own fantasy here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. I can last. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Like, as you like, know, do you get to the edge and then stop and yes. go back to it? As you know, I have FOMOs in all aspects of my life. Yeah. 
And I have porn FOMOs. I'm always like, well, what's the next thing? What's the next image? What's the next video? Oh, There's shit. probably something better. And I get through one story. I'm like, well, what's the next chapter? Like, but I like, it's the same thing when I watch fucking Netflix. I'm like, well, I have to watch all of them tonight. Right. Um, and so jacking off is the exact same way for me where I'm like, well, we can just keep on going. You can't, you can't like settle on a thing and be like, this is the thing I'm going to come to. I've gotten better when I'm old, now that I'm older and more (laughs) responsible. Right. She's like, I don't have three hours for this. In high school and in my twenties. Oh girl, I'd go to like four or five, six AM because I just wouldn't know when to stop. Really? Yeah. Christ. Well, just, I was enjoying myself and it was like, whatever, whatever. I mean, it's, it's a good time, but like, I got to do the dishes. You know what I mean? Well, I just, yeah. (laughs) It's those kind of sessions don't happen as much anymore because sure. like I'm a responsible adult. Well, but I still I still like indulging them every once in a while. Of just like let's have a moment with like it's I for me it's like having a moment with my body. It's about having a moment honey. with my sexuality, and yes. it's about having a moment with my fantasies and just like indulging and looking and like I don't know. There is something to that. Like I do love like every now and then just like I'm gonna book this day off to like. I'm going to order myself a pizza, yes, which yeah. I will eat after coming at least three times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bath for me. Uh, Going home after a long work day, uh, I'm like... <laughs> I was like, so you're bathing in your semen? What are we talking no. about? <laughs> Even though. <laughs> I, I, I've, got, I've got a wide side vagina and a heavy flow, girl. Jesus. Uh, but no, I... like. Some nights, like, you crawl into bed. Like, this is mostly when I'm alone. You crawl into bed, and you're, like, you get into it, and it's, like, so relaxing. Like, you're just, like, you feel your body, like, re- like relaxing and, like, really getting into it. Mm. And, yeah. And then I have a really solid sleep. And so, yeah, it's, like, like, you know, I could be doing more productive things like reading a book, but... Yeah, but, like, again, it's a, you're touching yourself, you're getting in touch with your emotional state. My muscles Baby. are relaxing. I'm Baby. Like, yeah, it's good. It's, I Honestly, think it's really healthy for you. I like nothing more before bed than just, like, smoking a cute puff, rubbing one out. Marijuana is like, legal in Canada. I mean, legal in Canada. <laughs> oh, the listeners know. <laughs> it's... It's come up. It's so good. It's so good. I love going to the airport now where we have to have like signs from government of Canada that says, you can't take your pot across borders, you idiots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a little worried um, anytime I leave the country now, which isn't often, you but worry, when you it does happen, bag? I'm just like, did I remove all the weed from my person? Is there any in my butthole? Like, where did I put it? Also, how am I going to survive without it now? As you're currently smoking a joint in the airport, they're like, <laughs> sir! Oh, is this not cool? Sorry. Let me... <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> anyway, we've been talking too long, and I got through two questions on my list, which I think is great. Let me. We're gonna circle. We're we're gonna we're gonna rein her in right now. I just want to talk forever and ever. Yeah. Well, obviously, like when I start doing repeat guests, you'll be on the list. Um, Although it re- took six years to. We're gonna do another one tonight. <laughs> Christ. Bonus episode. Mine as well. We're drunk. Um, okay, uh, so I have this question for you, mm-hmm. and I want you to be as honest as possible. Yeah. Do you think I have not been honest this whole time? <laughs> okay, wow, maybe bring that up with your therapist. Um, for listeners uh, playing the at-home game, the reason we're making so many therapist jokes is because we have the same therapist, yeah. which I, is kind of a whole thing. I, I suggested to Matt, we actually have a therapist. Yeah, right, we like this. See him together. <laughs> this is us. This is us with therapy. Yeah, no, therapy is really healthy, and it's I recommend so great. it for so many people. <laughs> okay, here's my question for you: Are you pro or con? And don't answer until I finish explaining it. Are you pro or con sounding? And for people at playing the at home game, if you don't know what sounding is, that's when you take like a, a, a sterilized steel rod. And you put it inside uh, your urethra, your urethra, as a male, and you kind of just like, you put it down there, and then you jerk off, and it's like a whole situation. So that's sounding. Are you pro or con? I never, ever yuck anybody's yums. Yeah. You know? And look, this is not a judgment. I'm just saying, are you personally pro or con? I've done lots of different things. Yeah. And I've never gone there, and it's just something that doesn't... It does not interest to me. Yeah. So you never even tried it? No. Yeah. I, I haven't tried it. I haven't it done it to myself. I've never tried it to someone else. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really enjoy it in imagery. And again, not yucking anyone's yums. Like, sure, go right ahead. Yeah, get ahead. yours, babe. It's awesome. But no, it's just, it's never been a thing. Yeah. And like, 
there's so many other things that you could have asked that I had to have been like, well, there was that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, but this was the one. That's like really That's like, yeah. I'm impressed that you like hit on one and I'm like, well, no. I want you to know I thought for a whole four seconds to get there. I really? Thought, yeah. I was How like, did you know that that would be the one that I, or did you, um, or were you hoping I would say yes? Oh no, I knew you would say no. Oh. Yeah, because I was like, okay, what's she going to be like? Oh, well, let me tell you about this one time in Topeka, <laughs> you know? Well, because before this episode started, I told them about uh, a bar in Berlin where I saw people getting fisted. So, like, we're, there we are. Yeah, and there we are. Um, but yeah, no, so it immediately came to me sounding in a fun full circle moments because I recently read a story about sounding oh. on nifty.org. <sighs> This podcast is not brought to you by Nifty. And did you get off to it? Um, I did, but like personally, I don't think sounding is for me. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, eh, I don't know. I, I, say, I, I know some people who are into yeah, it. I know a bunch of people. And like bless, but uh, hard pass on my friend. I, think. I would say I can sext about almost anything. I have some mm. hard lines where it's just like that's just that it really doesn't interest me. It's, yeah, I, I just don't. Yeah, want I don't want people to shit in my mouth, and no, I'm not going to sext you about that. That's a hard line for me. <laughs> But there's lots of things that I'm like, oh, I never try in real life, but I'll sext you about. And I just sure. find like the idea of sexting and that hot. And so like, mm. it has made me question, I'm like, would I want to try that? And I'm like, mm, no, no, I don't actually want to try that. It's just hot right. in this moment. Which is kind of this circling back to fantasy. Like, that's what's interesting to me about fantasy is like, it can be something that you never actually want to actualize. I agree. And, yeah. and sexting, I think, is the best way of fantasy playing mm. and like testing your boundaries in your mind. Yeah. And Until you get to that person's like live action bedroom and they're like, I want you to shit my mouth, sound me, and then fist me. And you're like, oh, I just meant that as like a cute. You're fun. like, I can do one of the three. <laughs> <laughs> and honey, I haven't eaten today. All right. We got to wrap this up because we just crossed. Uh, although I started recording early, but we're on the way to an hour, which is where I try to, to pull this together. Left? We don't have a lot of time. We have an hour. I mean, it's an hour. It's been an hour. <laughs> you don't want to hear us anymore. Right. We're going to record another one right after this. I, we're not doing that. Okay. So at the end of almost every episode, except when I'm too drunk to remember, although I've taken to writing it down now, which really helps. Ah, so um, many notes. I ask people, so um, this podcast is really about bringing... Light and levity to the world in the darkest timeline. I think that we are living in a complicated world, and I just want to bring a little joy to everybody's life yes. by sharing some of everyone's secrets because we're all thinking depraved, horrible, disgusting thoughts oh, that so are disgusting. sexy as fuck. So sexy. Ooh, is that ASMR? Sexy as fuck. So sexy. So sexy. So sexy. sexy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, someone came on a subway. Um, <laughs> That's what coming sounds like. <laughs> um, so what I want to know from you is, oh. uh, we're going to set an intention. Mm. In the next seven days, oh. how are you going to bring a little light and levity into your little corner of the universe? And if you don't have an answer right the second, I can go first. Go first. <laughs> Did you hear that? Go first. <laughs> She's been drinking. Um, so for me, in the next seven days, um, I am very excited to be going to Poland for work. Fun. Um, which is maybe stretching the seven-day limit, but fuck you. I, it's my podcast. I do what I want. Um, yeah, and so, like, my my goal is to... Uh, I'm at a new job now, and I, I'm going to Poland to sort of do a bit of training and that kind of thing, and my goal is to bring my fully actualized self um, to that experience in hopes of, like, impressing these people and really just, like... Hitting the ground running with this new role and actualizing that success that I've been wishing for for so very long. Um, so that's that's my goal is I want to bring the like lighthearted but hardworking Matt Sweet to the fore yes, and be like, everyone in Poland, you're going to fucking love me. You yes. can't even handle how great yes. I am. You're going to just want to want to spend all the time with me. And I'm going to be like, no, yes, queen, yes. because you're only going to get the amount that I give you. Yeah. But that amount that I give you is going to be so good. It's going to be enough. You can't handle it. Yeah. And that's me. That's good. Yeah. How about you, babe? Well, that was a surprising one because I didn't think, I don't know. <laughs> I uh, I don't think I have something uh, right away that I can send attention on. I think 
Um, I know this is lame, but I'm still going to use it. There's no such thing as a lame answer. Is This is my intention. Um, I've been intending to be on this podcast for a while, and uh, it kind of makes me a bad friend how unavailable I am a lot of the times. Baby, uh, that ship sails both ways. You yeah. and I are both so busy and so stupid and yeah. bad at friendship. Yeah. That, well, like... I traveled, I traveled like six kilometers tonight on <laughs> on public transit to get over like here. Like a peasant. Like a fucking peasant that I actually am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think like, I hope that like my honest open answer is using my real fucking name. Um, you know, just like give the idea to people this and hopefully whoever listens to this podcast that like being open and honest with ourselves and our sexuality and our wants and desires and our our dislikes and what makes us upset uh, and being able to be open about them and talk about them and like get away from this puritanical society especially that we live in this in like the americas of like this like idea of like this buttoned up society where so much happens behind closed doors i hope that this like podcast like helps open up those ideas that we can be sexual and we can be liberated and we can talk about our our best selves and our worst selves and still be uh, lovely, caring, kind hum- humanitarians. Get it, girl. That, you know, <laughs> I think that was a great answer. Yeah. I mean, I would never sum this podcast up like that just because I'm self-deprecating. <laughs> um, and that's very I'm lofty. I'm eternally optimistic, though. <laughs> Jesus. People listening on the subway on a Monday morning are like, these motherfuckers are drunk. Yeah, well, it is nine o'clock on a Saturday night. I'm allowed to be drunk. We're just getting started. Yeah, we're going to bed at 11. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you so much for tuning in to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. You can find me on Instagram at Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales or at Mother Trouble because, let's face it, I use my personal Instagram more than I do the podcast one. And I'm still trying to get better at that. That's Hashtag funny. not gonna. Are we going to post a selfie of us? Oh, are you willing to be that public? Most yeah. people are like, oh, I'll be on your podcast. With a name they're... like Oz, it's pretty easy to find me. I don't know. It might be that. Oz Toronto. Just like Facebook that. <laughs> There's two of us, I think. Yeah, it could be the other one. There can only be one. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thank you for tuning in, listeners. If you want to connect with me, if you want to be a guest on the podcast... You can reach out to me uh, on Twitter at FactsFibsFairy, or on Facebook or Instagram at FactsFibsAndFairyTales, or you can reach out by email at FactsFibsAndFairyTales at gmail.com. When you get home, I would like you to masturbate. (laughs) 